Luck on Sunday, proudly sponsored by Albasti Ecruel Dubai. First of all, we are getting stuck into pressures. This is young jockey pressures. Perhaps Holly can help us out with something on this. This is uh, Jonathan Fisher, who is uh, at Carl Burks, um, who's had a, a tough year, talking about the pressures that he has faced this year and how he has thought about giving up. Jim, pressures on young jockeys. It's not something that's going anywhere, is it? Yeah, I, I sort of came out of the blue this story with regard to this young fella. I mean, when you're away from home, whatever job you're doing as a young person, um, you know, there's always an element of loneliness and adjusting, and you start off, think this young guy started off quite well, and then struggled and didn't have a winner for ages. And the article also said the elation he felt at riding a winner at York two or three weeks ago, and that had really rekindled his enthusiasm. So the story had ended on a positive, but it's something young, young people face. Yeah, yeah and that thought of, of giving out, I suppose, that you touched upon earlier on the show as well, what, if it's all you know, what else do you do? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think 90% of jockeys can relate to what Jonathan was saying, and fair play for him putting it out there, because it's happening more and more. People are coming forward and saying what they think, but, you know, it, it is difficult, and... It's only going to get harder, isn't it, really? If you are racking up that amount of miles and, cut and driving back, he talked about those long drives as well, where you have almost too much time to reflect on what's been a bad day, and you can, you talk about how hard you are on yourself, you, you know, you beat yourself up about it on the drive home, and you, you can get into a bit of a spiral. How, how can you, is there any way other than riding winners to get out of that? I, you've just got to pick yourself up every day, brush yourself off and get on with it. Uh, I don't think there's any other way. I think you just got to keep your head down and keep moving forward and don't dwell on it. It's easy to dwell on it um, and get very down, but there's no way about it. You've just got to keep, keep going on with it. It's easy to say. Whatever you do in racing, you have long days, bad drives. I mean, I'm sure Holly doesn't think we work anything like as our people in the media, but um, I'm based in the north. I have a lot of long drives. And don't say I've got a driver or I have a driver now, but I didn't for 30 years. You've got to turn around and say, when you're feeling down, easy to say, but what have I got? Uh, a very good friend of mine was Sharon Murgatroyd. I've got two arms, two yeah. legs. I've got a brain. Mm. I've got people. I've got fr friends around me. OK, today's a bad day. Tomorrow might not be. Could be worse. Yeah. Existential threat is next. This is uh, Richard uh, Flint, the Skyvet ex-chief, talking about the existential threat which is facing racing at the moment. Dangerous moment for racing, says the ex-Skyvet chief, with regard uh, to pressures on the government, perhaps within the government, on uh, the uh, bookmakers' roles within racing. I mean, it, it comes back to, and it, and it gets mentioned in here and also in an MP letter back, Chris, that if you couldn't advertise or bookmakers couldn't advertise on television mm. there's a strong possibility racing would not be on terrestrial tv well that's they bookmakers give so much to racing you look at well there's there's so many meetings so you, the, the whole card could be sponsored by a specific bookmaker you know it's where it generates a lot of its revenue and income you look at the coral eclipse they the whole card sponsored by coral and um yeah it's 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 a, it's a tough one not something i would know millions about to, to be honest with you, but is it because the as a as a as a country there, there is pressure from within the government on the government to to be a 
to have more social responsibility, to be a, a greener nation, to, to, to look after its people more, and, and gambling is seen as a vice, and, right. that, and, and that is the problem it's facing at the moment. Well, I think R- Richard's uh, article was, was A, fascinating, B, apposite, but C, uh, you know, he, not just his company, the bookmaking companies were part of the problem. Um, deregulation came in 2005, the Gambling Act came in, products that had recently been, uh, sorry, not recently, up until then, only allowed in casinos, which uh, were strictly regulated, didn't become a free-for-all, but became very close to that. You could walk in uh, and play them. Now, gambling products, the only winner in the long term is the operator. Mm. Betting on football, cricket, in theory, you have a chance whether the majority of people will lose, but in theory, you have a chance of winning. Now, when that all came in, they were said, regulate yourselves. They didn't do it sufficiently. The tides turn. Uh, I don't think that. I hope the threat's not as bad as he's outlined, but I can see why it's there. Under 18s next. This is uh, a million pounds of levy funding which Great British Racing is putting uh, into the, the current under 18 schemes to allow under 18s accompanied by an adult to go racing for free. Um, 83% of adults saying that they, they want their children to be able to do something outside and, and, and get them out and about. Um, and this is an opportunity for, for them to do that. But 86% saying that there, there aren't enough cheap things, if you like, for them to do. So this is a great incentive for yeah. young people to be able to go racing and enjoy an outdoor pursuit. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's a sport which lacks that mass participation in terms of crowds and stuff. So what better way to you know, have an incentive to get younger people involved in the sport, especially just going along and enjoying it? I mean, we all went racing from very early ages, whether it's point-to-point meetings or you know, big, bigger race meetings. I think it's a... Yeah, fantastic incentive, and that's what the sport needs. Do you find it easy? You're, you, I mean, you must have a lot of pals outside of racing, given, given what you've done in recently. Yeah. Do you find it easy to get them into the sport, to get them to come with you racing? I just think, I don't find it difficult, because it's such a great social event. Horse racing is brilliant, whether it's the Chantham Festival, whether it's Aintree, like, it all gives off something different. And I feel like, in terms of, you know, going somewhere with your friends, your family, I just, there's nowhere I would rather go on a day out than, than racing, whether it's, you know, working there or, uh, you know, as a punter or just someone going to enjoy the racing. I think it's a fantastic day out and to, you know, to have ways to kind of incorporate everybody in it and getting people enjoying it for free is, is brilliant. There's a lot of, you know, schemes out there doing different things within racing to get people involved. Do you see, do, do you see it as a family sport, racing? Um, I was just thinking, actually, I was at Newmarket yesterday and the increase in the younger generation um, attending the races has has risen. I mean, as jockeys, we've got to entertain that. We've got to keep everyone happy and encourage younger people to come racing. There's more on you, I suppose. To, yeah, to... it can only be a positive, can't it? There's nothing you yeah, can Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, the jockey's title is um, hotting up, although yesterday was a great day for, for Danny Tudhope. Um, uh, here, here are the amount of nine clear is uh, Danny Tadhope 78 now goodness me after that five time yesterday Sheen Murphy yeah. 69 Sheen Murphy on um, on Friday came over to where we were and, and was looking at some of the racing I think from from Haydock and he said who rode that winner because it is it, it, we, he said that's what he wants to do Danny Tadhope says that's what he wants to do it gets knocked the jockeys championship given when it starts and when it, when it finishes my personal opinion Jim is it, it adds another thing to, to our game I've really enjoyed all the close battles we've had in recent years um, well, there's two sides to the argument. I can see the pros and the cons. Um, what we've got this year, though, let's not go into that now. We look like we've got a proper scrap. 
Um, Sylvester ha now has first commitment to uh, King Power Racing. So obviously he's limited to where he can decide, or he and his agent can decide where he goes. The other two look like they're going to give it everything. Danny Tudhub has had 20 rides over the last two days and he's in Ireland today. It is very wearing. And that apprentice title as well is hotting up. How important is it... Um, or something that Tom won, for example. How, how important is it to a young jockey coming through to give them something to aim at? Yeah, no, exactly. It puts you on that platform. If you're in contention to be champion apprentice, it's put, putting you on the map, isn't it? Um, obviously, this year, you've got some very talented riders. You've got Kieran Fallon, Sean Davis, Rowan Scott. They're all up there um, providing the goods. It's a great way just to cement yourself yeah. in the industry, isn't it? Gets people looking at you. And I think given the, the, the everything that comes with the presentation on, on Kiko British Champions Day as well, it, it gets a good deal of attention, almost, yeah, the, particularly for those apprentices, to go out and, and, and walk down that, that tunnel of jockeys they have and accept your prize. It's a huge platform for you. Yeah, well, massive. That's like what, what more do you want as a, as a jockey, especially like a young jockey coming through the ranks? Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. I think, I, think, I think they're brilliant. You know, I know Sheen will be out there giving it all. He'll want to win, so... I, he absolutely will. I think he's desperate to. Uh, now, there's a, a few on uh, Mark Johnson's uh, recent article that, that came out his interview in the, in the Racing Post. He talked. We, we've discussed the whip. He talked about prize money as well, and essentially how he would feel that the BHA got it the wrong way around. They put a lot of money into investigating the wrong way to play the system, but but the system has created that, and actually all that money should just be going into prize money, and and racing would be a lot straighter, perhaps as a result, Jim. Well, that, that's his view. I, I, I've not really thought about it in those terms. I mean, there just isn't enough prize money for the racing we stage. There isn't. Um, uh, some people say, uh, as the last initiative, it's gone into what they call grassroots racing, 6.3 6 million uh, at the beginning of the year into lower grade racing. But to me, giving £300 to owners of horses that finish... 7th and 8th in naught to 60s at Solal is, is bonkers. We're supposed to, overall, have a meritocracy and the money should go with a better horse. You can do it? a few things with it, can't I, I think there's, there's loads of racing on. You can reduce the amount of races, increase the prize money. There's, there's a number of ways you could do it. I personally think there's a lot of racing. Too much mm. racing. Too much racing. Too much racing? It's a hard one, isn't it? I mean, it's getting tiring now speaking about the prize money situation. We We stage the best racing in the world best horses the best trainers and we're still so far behind we're, ra we're racing for half mm. half the amount of prize money that the in america and france they're they're running for double and is it frustrating from a, from your point of view is it something you look at day in day uh, out for me you know it's more frustrating for the owners they pay more and more for the horses e their horses each year training fees are, aren't cheap to get a horse to the races it's not cheap and they're not even even if they have a winner they're not even covering their costs you know if they're having a winner at Wolverhampton or Lincolnfield they're not even covering their costs for the day after having a winner so what's it like for people that aren't having winners a lot of pressure isn't it yeah a lot of pressure mm. uh, we've touched on pressure as well and we're, we're going to talk more about racing broader appeal very shortly but championship racing is up next um, this like an initiative which was going to take off and and be on our screens pretty sharply it it now looks as though it's been what well, it has been put on the back burner um Team event, huge TV deals, championship racing, but it's it's looking a little bit further away than at one stage it was, Jim. Well, it was due to start in September of this year, and I don't think that's going to happen. Um, 
I, I don't think the detail, the absolute final plan has been completely worked out. Certain sponsors have been mooted, but apparently some of those sponsors uh, have conditions that some people in the game won't, uh, won't take. Uh, there's also the effect that one or two big owners have come out and said, look, we pay a lot of money for, for horses. What, why would we want them to run for someone else? There's that element. Um, just because it's worth a lot of money, potentially, it doesn't necessarily mean it's a great idea. It's how it would fit in with our fixtures as well. But, you know, until you've seen a, a complete plan, I don't think you can make a, a, a really balanced judgment on it. Can racing exist, as, Chris, as a team sport, do you think? I don't know. It's just, I've just always have, you envision racing as an individual sport. That's the way I've, you know, it's the way that we, we look at it. I mean, you, so I you, you, you follow a horse, let's say, you go, Ray, you yeah. might follow a horse because you, you followed it last time because you like the, the owner or, 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 a, or you like the trainer, for example, yeah. or, the, or the jockey. But as far as generating it as a team sport and getting it to grow as that, do you, is that a way off, do you think? Is that a difficult concept? I, I, I think so, personally. I think it's, well, yeah, you were just saying, when, when was it due to start or begin? It was supposed to start in September. Last year? No, oh, the, this coming. it's coming here. I don't know. I think there's so much going on in the, in the racing world. That it's, they, yeah, they've got to go some to get it. Well, that's it. it. When ground. you look at what we have on our screens week in, week out, particularly when it comes to flat racing. Yeah, there's, there's so much. Even fitting it in is, is yeah, not... It's, it's fixtureless, isn't it? So It's not going to be easy. And this ties in again with uh, broader appeal. Racing's broader appeal. And a, in a summer of sport, just last weekend, we had the British Grand Prix, we had the, the cricket, of course, which was fantastic. Um, we, had some, summer, we? we had some huge, we had some huge events. Where do, where do you see Chris racing, Racing's broader appeal fitting in, in, in amongst other sports? Are you, are you content as a racing fan and somebody that, that rides out every morning where, where racing sits in amongst the bigger sports or the, or the other sports, not bigger sports? Yeah, I think, I think the coverage we get now, you know, especially on ITV, on a, you know, ITV1 and ITV4, of course, where they cover the race, and I think they do so much to, to increase that. I think, you know, in terms of just the way that they broadcast it, I think it's fantastic for the sport. But, again, it's, um, it's a sport which you're going to need to continue to do have incentives of are you getting people involved in racing from an early age? This just getting people watching the sport. That's how you're going to broaden it. Initially, you got to have you got to have the interest there for people, but you get the interest from from broadcasting it, you know, on on mainstream television. I suppose we're incredibly lucky, aren't we? That every weekend racing is on on terrestrial television. A terrestrial channel wants to put racing on. Every Saturday, even sometimes, you know, you said ITV4, but the, a mainstream channel, free to air, puts our sport out there every week. With regard to broader appeal, what we have to make sure we do, and I think we do largely well, is when we're in the spotlight, like the cricket was last week, like the tennis was last so Royal Ascot, Cheltenham, the Derby, York, etc., etc., that they're as good as they can yeah. be, and in the main they are. And it's not just broadcasting it for a few hours. Like Royal Ascot showed all six races every day, and then... And People would have been gripped to that, you know, on the main ITV, ITV one, and it is fantastic. And they do so much in terms of every every single race meeting, they they want to better themselves. Whether it's more cameras in terms of getting like different features, and being on, you know, ITV, being on mainstream television, you've got to educate the people as well. So there's all these different slots you can get on there yeah. because of because of the demographic of viewers. You're not just broadcasting it to racing fans as you may be you know, on Sky Racing or Racing TV. ITV Racing is a demographic of, of viewers which aren't solely horse racing fans and that's what you need to 
embrace. They're the people that you need to kind of convert. That's how you broaden it, by turning non-racing fans into racing fans. That is it for this week's Talking Points. Mark Tompkins is not too far away, but as far as our discussions on those Talking Points, there'll be plenty more later, of course, but that is it for Talking Points. Luck on Sunday. Proudly sponsored by Albasti at Cruel Dubai.